Hello and welcome everybody to the preteen podcast. I am here. Actually, I had a guest today that dropped out, so we have a late stand-in. Casey is with us today. Okay, so who was your other guest? My other guest. I I don't want to spoil it. Hang on because they might be here next week. So it's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know we've been gone for a while. We've missed you guys a lot. We've missed doing the podcast. We had a couple of things happen in succession that made doing the podcast really hard. One, Jared got sick, so that that threw us it's off. It's not a ideal. Bit. And then I asked to tell you guys about this because normally I'm the klutz and I drop everything that is important to anyone. But this time, Jared dropped the microphone, and so we couldn't do the podcast, and so that was yes, that time. Yes, not because the microphone was just stuck on the floor. It broke, sadly. It looked fine, but it would not pick up sound, and if you're a microphone you don't pick up sound, you're kind of trash. So we had one job. We had to wait for a new one to come in, and, yeah. so, and then a new one did come just before last weekend. <laughs> and then this is sad. Um... <laughs> I may have broken Jared's ear. I uh, kind of was cleaning out his ear. I know that may be TMI. I don't really care. <laughs> um, but apparently his eardrum was real sensitive and it kind of erupted. So he's healing. Yeah. There's a lot of blood, but, but we're good now. <laughs> so so we had to take, yeah, we took a little extra break. Because I was slightly sensitive to hearing, so Casey feels awful, but it's okay. I cried a lot. Yes, but anyways, that is fine. So I have enjoyed the weather lately. It's been nice to sit outside. Your facial expressions are great. It's been great. The weather's been really nice. You know, we've set, we've had like lunch and dinner outside a few times, and the one downside of that is the mosquitoes. Like they are here already. And they are annoying so already. So, Jared, what is, what is your fun fact? My fun fact? Wow, that's a weird segue. So, <laughs> if you hate mosquitoes, okay, like I do, the answer is not to use bug spray. Don't use bug spray. Do you know what you need to do instead? What? Get a pet bat. Unless you're terrified of bats. Right, but get a pet bat because apparently bats can eat up to 3,000 insects in a night. Now, again, this is one of those that... It was true, apparently, where I wrote it. That's a lot. Where do you get your research? Um, It was like Animal Planet or something like that. So I trust them. But still. So anyway, so I've been getting eaten by mosquitoes. But if I had a bat on a leash, I don't know. I don't know how you... Because the bat could fly away if we're outside. Anyways, get a bat, kids. Don't use bug spray. Next time we go to kids camp in 2021, which is sad. (laughs) Bring your pet bats with you. (laughs) Mr. Jared said you could. Anyways... That was kind of a fun fact. Uh, you're laughing, which is perfect because it's time for our joke. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, so this is one that I have not been looking forward to saying, but here we go. Your jokes are really good. Thanks, you do a good babe. job with them. Thanks. Um, why did the golfer wear two pairs of pants? Seems a bit silly. I mean, was he somewhere cold or... No, no he, it's a balmy sunny day, and he's uh, going golfing with two. I have no on. idea. Well, let me tell you, it's because it's just in case he has a hole in one. <laughs> That's so good. Why do you hate my jokes? Okay, well, I think that was funny. Casey is <laughs> laughing, but I think it's pity and sympathy. So, 
Let's get to the important stuff then, because then I won't be laughed at. So this week, we are going to talk about what does God say about your choices? But we're going to take a a kind of a slow walk up to that, because we're going to dive into one of my favorite Bible verses a little bit right now. It's 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. It says, He made the one who did not know sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And I love that verse. It kind of can be confusing because there's a lot of he's and him's. But it's talking about how a sinless, perfect Jesus swapped his righteousness for my unrighteousness, right? I am not righteous. I am a sinner, right? Preach. Yeah. So (laughs) um, (laughs) the point is, like, I am not perfect, but Jesus gave up his perfection and offered it to me. Not that I would become perfect, but that God would see me as perfect because he sees me like the whole washed white because of Jesus' blood. And that's amazing. And I love that. And so that verse, I think, I just think it's great. Like I kind of alluded to, here's what happens because of that. This is a little bit uh, earlier, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, and see, the new has come. Like, I love that. Um, and that's that's true. Like, for all of you kids that are listening and have given your life to Jesus, that is true about you. That Jesus traded his perfection um, so that God would see you as blameless and without sin, and, and in that created like a new creation in you, like you're a whole new person now. And that's why we get so excited when people get baptized and celebrate that. And because it's awesome. Those of us who've trusted in him, we're all new creations. And, and we're free from the eternal consequences of sin because Jesus was punished for that. But that doesn't mean we're free to just do whatever we want, right? Like just because I've been forgiven, it doesn't mean that I can be mean to Miss Casey all the time. And that's something I struggle with because I like to poke fun. Um, but that's the point. Like, we're not just free to do whatever we want. And and when I talk with some of the younger kids, I've, I've started talking about making Jesus your boss because everyone understands, like, what a boss is, right? If you have a job, you have a boss. and Or if you, even if you're at school, like, there's a boss, like the teacher or the principal. Like, they're in charge of you, right? And in your home, your parents are kind of the boss. So we know what it looks like to have a boss that's someone we kind of need to to follow or obey and and all the jobs I've had I've had a boss like I've I've worked here's a quick rundown I work at a church right now I don't know if you knew that yeah yeah and so I've also worked in a school so I had a principal that was my boss I've also worked we have these things in England called car boot sales and it's like a a yard sale or a garage sale whatever you call them and but they don't do it at people's houses. They take all of their stuff to like a big field and open the trunk of their car, which we call a boot, and have a table and sell stuff out of their car. And you'll get like a hundred different kind of people selling stuff. And so I used to work at one of those, but I had a boss who was, you know, telling me what to do while I was working, directing traffic. And it's directing traffic in a field is harder than it sounds because you're trying to create a parking lot, but there's no lines and it's tricky. And you'll drive so, on the wrong on the wrong side of the field yes yeah. <laughs> so anyways i've always in a job you always have someone kind of uh, who, who's a boss or who's in charge and if we've decided to trust in jesus then we have we've given him our life we have made god our boss right we've given him permission in that sense that really he had permission anyways but we've acknowledged that he is in control he should be in control and we should follow him and this is what first corinthians six twenty says for you were bought at a price so glorify God with your body. It's reminding us that, that there was a payment that took place. Jesus died for us to have the freedom from consequences eternally from sin. And so we should glorify God with our body. And so 
how do we do that? Like, how do we honor God with our choices? And the first kind of thing that comes to mind for me is to uh, live according to his word in, in all areas of our life. We should know God's word. We should read God's word. And, and that's how God is telling us how we should follow him. And yeah, we're not going to live perfect lives by any means because we aren't Jesus. He was the only one who's ever been able to live a perfect life. Um, and it just shows all throughout the Old Testament um, just how much people tried to follow all the rules and just how easily it is uh, that we break them. Um, and so, yeah, we're not going to be perfect. Um, and But that doesn't mean that we can't have hope or... Um, because we have a God and, and who lives in us and he has given us what he calls a helper and it's the Holy Spirit um, to help us realize what's what's wrong and what's good and what pleases him. And he helps us to say no to sin. And there's so many scriptures, especially in Galatians, that tell us that um, through Christ's resurrection, like we have power over sin. And sometimes we, we aren't going to exert that power and we're going to fall in sin. But thankfully, we if we're believers in Christ, like, God sees us as perfect, and every day He is making us more and more like Him. And so that sometimes those sins that were once really easy to fall into will become, you know, things of the past that we that we won't return to because of all that He's done in us. And um, I just kind of wanted to pose this question to you guys. I know for me that there are some things in my life that sometimes will make it harder to follow Jesus than other things. But what are some things that make it hard to make good decisions in your life? The things that you know God is calling you to do, like being kind to your sister when she's fighting with you, or when you when your best friend is like picking your buttons or whatever. Like, what are some things that God is wanting to you to do in those moments? And what things that make it hard? So for me, I know reading my Bible can be kind of hard, but I know it's important for me. One of the things that makes it really hard is school, and you think school that's such a good thing. But I tend to let it take over my life, which isn't as great. Or, on another note, naps. Because <laughs> I love naps. Yeah, we talked about that when we talked about the snail. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, just maybe spending less time focusing all my efforts into naps in school. Just learning about Jesus in His Word. Like, that—that that is going to help you. Uh, and praying to Him is going to help you choose things of Him, for sure. Yeah, and, and I think... You're totally right on that, because right now we have more time at home and more time kind of to choose to do what we think is right. And so it is a good reminder um, that we can let stuff get in the way, but also sometimes it's just that we don't want to do it. And uh, the Holy Spirit will help us with that if we're kind of asking him to. So we've spent a lot of time in, in Paul's writings today. Here's another part. It's First Corinthians uh, 10 verse 31. It says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. And like Casey said, we're flawed, we're not perfect, so we're not going to get everything right, we're not going to get close to everything right. But whatever we do, we need to try and honor God through our actions. And and like I said before, the best place to find out how to do that is in the Bible. Um, and if we're not reading the Bible, we're not going to know as much of who God is or how he wants us to live. Um, and this is, again, this is another one of my uh, favorite verses. It's Psalm 119, uh, 11. Also, if I was still English inside, I would have said 119 because we don't say 119. But there you go. It says that uh, I have treasured your word in my heart so that I may not sin against you. And that's the deal. Like if, if something is treasured, like I treasure Miss Casey, like I love her wholeheartedly. She's 
the most important person in my life and that means that I care about her. Like, I don't just like, eh, she's okay. Like, you know, like, I care about her. I treasure her. And so if you treasure something, it's important to you, right? Like, there's good things you can treasure. There's bad things you can treasure. Like, I treasure maybe video games or food more than I should. Uh, soccer, that's a big one. I treasure that more than maybe I should. So, but the point is, if you treasure something, it's worth something to you. And so this is saying that, hey, the the, the kind of answer to, to help in our fight against sin is by knowing God's word and, and treasuring it, like, you know, reading it, meditating it, like memorizing scripture. That is how we can kind of be in a better position to, to fight against sin. Yeah, especially because I know for me, because pride is something I really struggle with, it can be really hard to keep wanting to do the right thing um, or to choose good and godly actions when really you kind of just want to punch someone in the face. Um, but, Why did you look at me? <laughs> and obviously that shows my prideful heart, but because like we shouldn't just want to do the right thing. Like it should spring out of love for Christ and thankfulness for all that He's done. And the thing that has helped me the most, fighting pride and staying humble and worshiping God through my actions and through uh, having a pure heart is through reading scripture because mm-hmm. that ha- it's just chock full of stories of how God has been patient with his people, patient with me and how he's forgiven. And it just, it can't, you can't help but be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the question was, what does God say about your choices? And ultimately he says a lot, but yeah. the main thing is uh, that, that we are called to, because we've been bought by Jesus' blood, bought at a price, like we heard earlier, we're called to use our choices to point other people towards him to show them how awesome God is and and like you've even touched on to kind of yeah have a worshipful attitude towards our choices so Casey's kind of already asked a question there'll be some questions that are underneath this but read read the bible pray over it think about it ask other people what stuff means ask your parents ask us and ask god to help you and and use the freedom that you have and and by that i mean freedom because you've been saved Use that freedom not just to do what you want, and um, but to do what he wants, to worship and to honor him. Like Casey's kind of hit on, like choose to be kind to your siblings. Right now it's hard because you're probably spending way more time with brothers and sisters than you usually do. And so they are more likely to annoy you. And um, But choose to be kind and, you know, choose to include people that are usually left out, you know, especially when you get to go back to school. Honestly, even, you know, just now, like, Maybe you have neighbors that, that um, you could drop off a card at or, um, you know, leave a little gift at their front door or something. The kids that maybe don't play out as much when things were uh, normal. Uh, choose to be patient with your parents because um, your parents are going through a lot right now. They are trying to still work. They are trying to be your teachers. They're trying to be mom and dad. It's really difficult for them. And so be patient with them and, and help them, especially if you are an older brother or sister and you have younger siblings around like help them by trying to do the right thing and that's honoring to God as well just choose to be selfless and and make choices that honor God and reflect the love of Jesus do you have anything else to add before I segue on to something else really naturally (laughs) um yeah I just I think scripture and praying because like I said earlier like we can't do this on our own and we need the strength of Jesus and he gives it to us if we ask and so I know this sounds like a lot it sounds like how can I possibly do that and it's like we can't that's why we need Jesus Mm -hmm. and that's why we have to pray for him yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> pray for Jesus. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag pray <laughs> for Jesus. Christian. Yeah. And so yesterday something stressful happened in our oh home. Oh my gosh, And yes. our dog, Daisy, who is lay between both of our feet napping as we record this, she escaped. We aren't 100% sure how. We have a couple theories to do with fences, but the point is she escaped. And so that was slightly stressful, especially for Casey. I realized that I may have treasured that dog a little bit more than I probably should. <laughs> so good news. Yeah, she's back. She's and, back she's but good. when you take a dog out, you know, of your choosing, usually you don't just kind of, you know, let them wander and do whatever they want. Unless you're one of those people that has a dog that obeys you incredibly. And we don't. So um, you put this little rope around their neck. What yep. do you guys call that? A leash? Yeah, we don't call it a leash. Because a leash sounds like, I don't know, a leash, a leash sounds, it sounds like brutal. Or like, I don't know, like a leash is like, I think of animal torture. I don't know why. What? I'm thinking like, yeah, like animals tied up. Like, anyways, a leash just sounds extreme. We call it a lead or a leader. I don't know why. But there you go. Casey is shaking her head at me. For the 300th time of day. Sometimes there may be a little bit of drama, you know, in our marriage. No, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I am dramatic. But we have this thing, me and Casey, where we both think the other person is the most stubborn and we both think the other person is the most dramatic. And I am right on both of those things. No. <laughs> Anyways, so um, our call to action for this week. Yeah, um, I'm gonna actually say it this week. I know it's usually your job, but Are I've you taken it. Me? I was just gonna have you not read it, but if that's an option, then <laughs> so this is near and dear to me. Um, guys, it is it is a difficult time right now to be in leadership in the church. I feel like you know I miss you guys. I miss getting to teach. I miss us just getting to hang out and have fun. Um sad that we don't get to go to kids camp there's just a lot of kind of things that are sad and there's been a lot of things that are good like i've enjoyed doing this with casey and our zoom hangouts have been a lot of fun and especially the games that we've started playing they've been great but it is a difficult time to kind of be a church leader just as you're trying to figure out what to do and how to help people continue to worship jesus and how to help people continue to stay connected so your call to action this week is to um pray for us pray for the leaders at normandale pray for and our, our elders and pastors, that's Mason and Brent and myself and Big Casey, uh, JT, Nick Garrett and Adam Covington and John Harris. That's everyone, I believe. Pray for them. And, and yeah, it's just it's a tricky time. So pray for us. And, and we for sure would appreciate that. So with that, uh, I believe that is the end of podcast uh, number six. Uh, downside, Casey got fired. She just gave me that opportunity. So excuse you. Oh, sorry, I forget. This is your podcast. That's what you said last time, yeah. that I was the guest. Okay. Anyways, um, glad to be back. Glad yes. to be back. Missed you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. <laughs>